Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ridge, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I'm Letitia Ringe, your host, and as always, it's such a pleasure to be here with you all today. As I record the introduction to today's episode, I am in New York City. I have been having the absolute most amazing time here. I love New York City so much, and as you'll all know if you've been catching up with me over on Instagram or in previous conversations here on the podcast, New York City is the birthplace of this business. It is where I decide that's it. I'm starting my business. And so I decided to quit alcohol so that I could create space in my life to really, really focus on bringing my business to life. And I can tell you that it worked. Within two months, I had left my corporate job and started my business and I've never looked back. So it's been so beautiful to be here. And next I am going to London and I'm so excited to be back where I lived for four years. If any of you are located in London or England and want to come to London to catch up, make sure you reach out and let me know over on Instagram at Letitia Ringe because I'm going to be so excited to meet up with you all while I am there. So today on this podcast, we have one of my incredible clients and Mistress Mind members. Her name is Pavlina Yuroskova and Pavlina is a body, mind and soul therapist who specializes in helping women heal from chronic health conditions and stress. Pavlina is certified in EFT, energy psychology, inner voice facilitation with Jess Lively, quantum healing, holistic health coaching, and soul therapy. She helps women heal from chronic health issues such as eczema and autoimmune disease by uncovering and unblocking the root causes of their health issues, connecting them to themselves, stepping into their power and healing from within. In today's conversation, Pavlina and I are talking about the parallels between our business journey and our health and healing journeys and how to really set yourself up for success in both of those journeys. We're also talking about Pavlina's personal health journey with eczema, with period pain, with gut issues, and how it helped her to eventually leave her, inverted commas, safe and secure job, close inverted commas, to starting her own purpose-driven business. I also give you an update about my personal health journey and my experience with period pain and how I have most recently had two cycles where I have had no period pain for the first time in my life since having a period and what I really feel has helped me um, get here. We also talk about, importantly, how our health symptoms are not problems and how they are connected to your purpose, to alignment and to your inner voice. We also dive into how streamlining Pavlina's offers during our work in the Mistress Mind led to literally immediate results and financial growth in her business. We also dive into boundaries and burnout and why we need to make sure that we're really working on self trust when it comes to solving boundary problems in our businesses and across our life. We also very passionately talk about why we need to advocate for ourselves during our health and healing journeys. And we discuss the medical industry and why taking a holistic approach to your health, just like business, is the only 
answer. And finally, of course, we talk about Pavlina's experience in The Mistress Mind. I'm so excited for you all to meet Pavlina and to join in on this really, really, really important conversation when it comes to both our health and our business journeys. Let's dive on in. Hey, Pavlina, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Leticia. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited for everybody to get to meet you and to hear about your business journey. So to get us started, can you let our amazing listeners know a little bit about who you are and also your business? Sure. So I work with women who suffer from chronic health issues and this is I in my business I'm, I combine different modalities but mainly what I do is to connect women to themselves and get them to understand what ultimately is their body telling them by the symptoms they are experiencing you know physically mentally and emotionally and get them to get to the root causes of their health issues that might be based in some past traumas in different stressful situations they went through in this life or even in past lives that might be even connected to some issues in their ancestral lines and so on and so on and i we work together on all levels on physical mental emotional so it's quite holistic as well and this is how i work with women is through my uh, my six months program right now which is a way how we can work together supporting my clients on their journey in the sessions together but they also guided and supported to work on them themselves because i always tell my clients that they can only really heal themselves when they become their own healers you know when they step into their power and become the sovereign beings that they are and take responsibility for themselves their bodies and their health and ultimately heal from within so they need to really connect and released everything that is standing in the way all the conditioning all the limiting beliefs all the past traumas and stress and everything that they pretty much picked up along the way through this life or their past lives and the ultimately the the reason why they have the health issues right now I believe is that it is guiding them back to themselves back to why they came to this life back to their purpose and and so on and so on so it's it's quite a complex journey and this is how I got here as well because I suffered in my with different health issues in the past and I never intended to become an entrepreneur, a business owner, <laughs> and my own health issues guided me here. So by healing myself, trying to heal myself, I started learning different modalities. And yeah, then I started sharing them with 
you know, with people online, with my friends and so on and so on. And I always wanted to help people. And this became the way how I I actually became a business owner because I I just felt like one day it, I, it became clear to me that this is my purpose. This is what I'm meant to do is I learned this, you know, throughout, throughout trying to heal myself and it guided me to, and I felt like I just needed to share it with others because it just felt like this is what I'm here to do. Mm. Oh, I love this. And I think that both of our business journeys are very similar in that way where we had a dealing mm. with health issues or a chronic condition. For me, it was my terrible period pain, which had been um, diagnosed without surgery as probably endometriosis. And that was mm. calling me, causing me so much physical pain that my body was breaking down and that led me to finally say, all right, enough is enough. I need to do things differently. I really need to care for my body. And that is how I started my connection consciously with my intuition, which led me at, like you down a completely different path into entrepreneurship. It wasn't even on my radar before that point mm. and to supporting people as well in health, um, in personal development, which for me was all about helping people really be themselves and and connect to their purpose. And it sounds like that is exactly like such a parallel path that you've been on as well. And I love that something that can be so stressful when you're going through it. And really for a lot of women, there's a lot of messaging that there's something wrong with us that, you know, a lot of these conditions are not diagnosed and don't, don't have enough funding or support to even be able to properly understand them. And so women get told that, okay, th this is just all in your head or there's nothing wrong with you. You just need to like toughen up. And what I love is that actually this experience ends up becoming the, a call to action, a call to action for all of us to uh, really uncover who we really are and what we're here to do in this lifetime. Yeah, definitely. And even if you do get a di diagnosis, you know, you usually get told with chronic health issues, no matter what they are. I mean, I suffered from different health issues. I had eczema and thyroid problems and digestive issues and food sensitivities. And there was a, some hormonal issues as well. And they usually just tell you there's nothing we can do about it. You know, there's mm -hmm. maybe they might give you some pills or a cream for, for your eczema or whatever it is. But usually they tell you there's nothing really we can do. We can help you to like relieve the symptoms, but that's about it. And you will probably take the drugs until the end of your life. And mm -hmm. so the diagnosis to me, it doesn't really help. I usually tell my clients the diagnosis is really just a label and it doesn't mean anything. It's just a label the doctor will put to this combination of symptoms you have and it doesn't really mean anything because ultimately, no matter what the health issues are, it it is just, it's just like a middle part. It's not really doesn't have anything to do with the cause to find out what the cause is you really need to go deep you need to go within you need to connect to your inner voice you need to connect to your body you need to connect to your subconscious and look for the answers there and mm. wor work through them and release them and 
like I said in the beginning, you know, come back slowly, peel the layers of the onion, of the conditioning, of the limiting beliefs, of the pain and fear and suffering. And once you release them, usually for for most people, unless there's, there might be still something deeper and deeper, because as you go and as you might know as well, it's really a never ending journey. You might... Mm -hmm. You might heal some of the symptoms, but there's always more to work on, <laughs> especially totally. as as a business owner, right? Because, <laughs> like you say, the like w being in in your business, working in your business, it's like the ultimate self development journey because mm -hmm. you have to overcome so much and learn so much about yourself, and yeah, so. I love that. Well, I think actually like something really, really important for everybody to know is that our healing journeys and just like our um, business journeys are like, it, this is an ongoing long-term process. And I think that we've really been sold that we just need to get to an end point. But the truth is that there are like, there are sort of milestones along the journey. You know, we're always noticing our progress and we are progressing, but it is, it's a long-term thing that we're doing. So like when Pavlina, when you talk about your one-to-one uh, -one program being six months, like it really needs that amount of time as a minimum to be able to mm. really do this deep work. And I think that, I think there is just such a time pressure on everybody that we need to have all of these like end results but as quickly as possible and when we shift that to actually this is something that I will be giving space and time to for probably the rest of my life and this container is going to be one piece of that journey which will like the impact of what we um, set in motion during that six months is going to like ripple into the rest of my life mm. it really allows you the space to be with what is arising in this moment for you and to really focus on that and not try to do it all at once. So I just wanted to mention that because this is something I've really, really been thinking a lot about while I took my time off um, over the summer, um, just about how important it really is for all of us to be thinking about um, our healing journeys, but also the partnerships that we're creating with our coaches as long-term partnerships. Mm that it sets you up for failure when you think about it in a short-term perspective. Um, so, yeah, Pavlina, is there anything that you'd like to say on that? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I in, in the past, I used to do single sessions or shorter programs, you know, and over time while working with clients, I realized that it, it just doesn't work. And people, you know, clients some of them they they don't want to invest so much straight away before they start working with you or they feel like a lot of us are still not used to investing into ourselves into our health into our self-development or even into our businesses and I to be honest I never in the past I was the same but since since I started this journey I never regretted any money that I invested into myself, my health, my self-development, my business, because like we both said, it's it's a it's a long-term journey. And yeah, for me, six months is definitely the, the minimum. And when I work with clients, like during the six months, we we may 
unblock and release all the domain underlying causes and the symptoms may go away, but there's still always more things to do. And with myself, although I healed healed most of my health issues, they might still come up time to time, you know, or something else might come up even during this business journey. And we might come to that later. And while, while working with you, Leticia, in, in the mistress mind earlier this year, I was getting these headaches all the time and I had I couldn't figure it out at first what it means. And I was looking for the underlying causes and the solutions and I and I couldn't figure it out. And then I realized that every time I was going against my inner voice, against the guidance, against, you know, the way I was supposed to go out when I was trying to hustle or do it, you know, from, from a different when it wasn't just aligning for me, for my business, for my heart, it, I would get a headache, you know? Mm. And so it, it doesn't always mean when you, when you are having some symptoms or some health issues that it means something bad. It might just really be a message from your inner voice, from your body. And I've learned over the years, and this is what I teach my clients as well, to be grateful for the messages, to be grateful for the symptoms, no matter how uncomfortable they are, there's always a message behind it, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's just, it's just something your body wants to tell you because we, even though we might be connected to our intuition, to our inner voice, sometimes we ignore the messages or they aren't (laughs) clear or, you know, or when people aren't still connected so much to, to their intuition, then the symptoms their body is giving them is a way to grab your attention, you know, Mm. to, to get you to listen. And if you're not listening to the messages from within, your body might start getting louder and louder. And if you still not doing anything, if you're not changing anything, it might start screaming at you. And that's <laughs> it. this is what we experience as pain, as different rashes or something that's really uncomf- uncomfortable because your body is trying to get your attention. Mm, I love that you mentioned this. I feel like this is just such an important message. I have really shifted the way that I look at all symptoms, physical symptoms. And as we know, it's it's fascinating, right? Feminine energy, which is what the intuition is, mm. is about the body, right? So the yeah. so body communication and physical communication is really, 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 really important. It's also where sub- subconsciously your um, mind is storing any trauma. So you can feel it in the body. And so when you work on a physical lens, it also helps you shift subconsciously patterns and traumas that you're holding physically in Mm. the body Mm. and so when we when we when we have a symptom rather than trying to put a band-aid solution on it or take the ibuprofen or literally put a band-aid on it and move on when we can look at oh what is my body actually telling me here like why is this coming about and not Mm -hmm. from a place of um, like pointing the finger at yourself like I've done something wrong I think like that's the big thing because Mm. 
because especially for women, women have been not believed for so long when it comes to their bodies and their health, and especially by the medical industry, that when a symptom arises, there can be this like, uh, I don't know what to call it, but kind of this, oh, I like I've done something wrong. I like if I because people may not believe me if I tell them that I've got this symptom. So I need to like sort it out and I there's something wrong with me. And I mm. think that this is just like a this is just a cultural conditioning that we have as a default in a lot of our um, programming. And so to be able to then see that every single symptom you have is just your beautiful body doing its magnificent job where it is communicating with you literally about something. Something so recently that's happened for me while I've been traveling overseas. And if anyone's been following my journey, you know, I've really been like battling with myself because I really wanted to be overseas and I knew it was right. And, um, but I didn't want to leave my partner in Sydney. And I was very, um, I, I went through a lot of um, cognitive dissonance on that, right? Really wanting something, but also really wanting something else and not being able to have the two. Since I've traveled and been overseas, I have, for the first time in my life, not had any period pain. Mm. None. Mm. I've never, ever, ever experienced a completely pain, painless period until I've been overseas following what my intuition, my heart and my soul has been tell- asking me to do. Mm. That's amazing. Yep. And I've also been working on physical um, releasing trauma practices mm. too, which I mm. think is really important. So I, so, but those symptoms were like, instead of beating myself up every month, I was just like, Hey body, what do you need? And, and it was this constant communication. So although I'm now experiencing not having the symptom. I think that all the years that I've put consciously into working on my health and doing all of this self-discovery and building up my confidence and doing all of this is what got me to here. Mm. So Pavlina, do you want to share with us a little bit more about your health journey and how that led you into your business? Sure. I mean, for, for me, it's been... A lifelong journey really because I was already born with eczema I literally like usually babies get it maybe later when when they when their mom stops breastfeeding or you know later and I was already really born with it and mm-hmm. my mom went through some stressful times during during the time when she was pregnant with me and I started uncovering these things later you know when I when I started like going deeper and tried to figure out what what really was the reason behind my eczema this was maybe one of the reasons but there there were many different layers but you know I suffered from from the eczema my whole childhood my whole life and Mm. I never really it never really nobody ever really taught me you know what 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 it was like they ever always doctors would tell me it's just hereditary you can't do anything about it because my mom had my eczema my both of my grandmothers and it's genetic and you can't do anything about it and as a child, they would tell me, you can't eat this or you can't eat that. You can't do this. And it was really j- just the, like the outside stuff, you know, what, what what may be causing it. But nobody ever told me until I started digging what could be behind it in my 30s. I started 
figuring out what what actually might be behind it by my but my whole life I didn't really understand I didn't even notice that it was getting worse when I was stressed or emotional or you know it, I never mm. got it because I was so disconnected from my body mm. and from from my intuition and throughout my life it, there were times when it was a bit better when it when it got worse and it was up and down but it never really disappeared so my whole life I was just using steroid creams which is like so bad for you but <laughs> I I didn't know any other way it was just the way it was and then later in my in my 30 my early 30s i started i had also some hormonal issues and really bad period pains and there was also uh they told me it might be endometriosis i even had the surgery and it wasn't but i mm. i i was just and this is actually a real parallel to your story because at the time <laughs> this is where my self-development journey started at the time and I started looking more into a healthy way of living I started taking better care of my body I started doing yoga or doing I was already doing it before but more of a way of exercising rather than connecting to myself and my body and during this time unconsciously I wasn't even being conscious of it that it had anything to do with the health issues but already it was probably guiding me towards, towards where where I am now <laughs> because I I changed jobs at the time and I was I was like I said before I never wanted to be an entrepreneur but I was still living in New Zealand at the time and for many years I was just working there as a waitress even though I had a master's degree in Czech and German <laughs> which, which wasn't very useful in New Zealand I studied linguistics and literature and then I got to New Zealand after I finished uni and I only went for a year and ended up waitressing for eight years <laughs> and af after that I decided I, I was trying to I was I I thought I would be able to get a different job, but it just wasn't possible. So I went to get another master's degree in international relations at the time, because I really, at the time, I thought I really wanted to help people. I wanted to make a difference, you know, and at the time I thought maybe I could work in international relations and work in humanitarian aid or something like that. And that, didn't end up being the case but I I got another degree but it just still didn't feel right and after I finished uni I still couldn't get a job and at the same time my father passed away which led me to coming back home and I don't want to get into too many details but all these things led me to where I'm now and after I came back I got a For the first time in in my life, I thought a job that was really, you know, something I could be proud of because I was working as a waitress for so long. And after just a couple of years being back, I got a really well, not just well-paid job, but really like a management position 
in international relations. I worked at an embassy as head of administration and I couldn't believe it. And I thought it was the best. Well, when I first got the job, I thought it would be the best job. Finally, I, I will be appreciated and my hard work will pay off. And within a year, I got really, really sick because the job was so stressful and there was so much pressure that my my body started screaming at me. I couldn't even take any time off. I wasn't very supported in, in, in at work. I was pretty much doing everything and I had no help. <laughs> it was really, really stressful. And at first I started getting like colds and sinus infections. And then I wasn't even able to take time off because I had no deputy and no one to do the work and there was so much to do. So I just kept working and kept pushing and my body, you know, flared up. My eczema flared up so bad that this bad, it wasn't since my childhood. It was all over my body from head mm -hmm. to toe. And it was so bad, so itchy. Like every day I would come home and scratch from head to toe. It was just, I couldn't help it, you know. But at the time I didn't already want to use any steroid creams or anything. So I, I was just suffering, but I still wasn't listening to my body. And because I wasn't listening, it just kept getting worse. I got digestive issues. I, I got uh, stomach inflammation and gut inflammation and uh, they, I couldn't even eat anything anymore. It was so bad and I had really bad gut issues and I got diagnosed with 111 food sensitivities and it was wow. like so bad. And I just kept going. I thought, you know, I have to, I have to stay here because this is this is such a great job. Everyone was telling me you will probably stay here until you retire because this is one of a kind, one of a, you know, like one of uh, in a lifetime opportunity yep. to get the job like this. And until I really got burnt out and I couldn't do anything for like two weeks I, I like I couldn't even go to the bathroom I was so sick my body completely shut down and I had to stay in bed and during the time I was like I don't know what to do I like I would cry all the time and this started like I stayed in the job for another three years but I started looking for solutions because like I said doctors I went to they would just give me some medication tell me they can't really help me and so I started looking for solutions and at first I started getting into holistic health and nutrition and you know trying to heal my gut and all these things but it wasn't helping so I was I was going deeper and deeper into, into the rabbit hole and started finding more information about energy healing and I you know because I'm sort of like an all or nothing person so even <laughs> with, with nutrition I got I wanted to learn everything so I was reading all the books and then, and then I got certified as a nutritionist because I wanted to learn everything without even <laughs> without even intending to work as a nutritionist and that kept going after that I enrolled in a certified program as a it was energy psychology and EFT then into quantum healing and while <laughs> while I was doing this my 
my health issues started improving because in, in those trainings, I was working on myself a lot and I was learning so much and I was getting to the root causes of my health issues. And because I was getting better, I started sharing I started a blog, you know, and started sharing my experience online. And I created even a Facebook group at the time. And it kept evolving, but it took me even after I got certified in EFT and energy healing and quantum healing. It took me another two years before I actually left the job, even though I knew already at the time that I didn't want to stay there and it wasn't my purpose. But I was. At the time, I was, even though I wasn't, my body wasn't really healthy, I was trying to get pregnant. And that's why I stayed at the well-paid job, because I thought if I stay and I get pregnant, I would get really good maternity leave, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, and it was also a really scary thought to become an entrepreneur and a business owner and rely solely on me earning money from what I do and not, not just, you know, from having the safe, secure job with a monthly income. And yeah, so it, it took me another two years <laughs> and, <laughs> until I actually quit and left the job. But I was, while I was still there, I was already, I was already, most of the symptoms disappeared except for my eczema would still flare up now and then all of the other health issues went away, the gut issues, the thyroid issues and the food sensitivities that all went away. But it, it was so interesting. Like my eczema, sometimes I would be at home over the weekend and it was fine. And the moment I got to work on Monday, it would flare up. So my, my, my body, or when I got back from holiday or something, you know, and so my body was giving me really clear signals that this is not where I'm supposed to be. But before I overcame the fears of leaving and stepping into my purpose and my power, it took me a little bit, little bit longer. But since then, it's been two years now and I never regretted it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Pavlina, I think one it's so common for people to go through that thought process when considering like leaving a job to start a business that feeling like I'm going to leave something that's safe and secure. Mm. What how do you look at that income now? Like if, if you look back at the income you're earning through your employment, would you use those words safe and secure now? No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. You know, it, it it was I didn't feel safe and secure at all. May, maybe it was a make believe, but I my body wasn't feeling safe. I wasn't feeling safe. It was maybe for the mind that I had the money in the bank, and maybe that it allowed me to do all my trainings I wanted to do and buy all the books and everything. But no, I I think I maybe I should have even quit earlier. I, I started working with clients while I was still at the, at the office job, but mm -hmm. yeah, it wasn't definitely safe and secure. No. 
I love this. Okay, so if anybody out there is thinking the same thing, I've been there, Pavlina's been there, so many of us have been there, and we're both on the other side now. And we can tell you that that safety and security is an illusion. And Mm -hmm. often it's like I have some clients who have been wanting to start their business since I started my business. (laughs) And they may have taken like a couple of steps forward, but they've been so consumed with the cultural conditioning that we all have been conditioned by that it's much more safe and secure to have uh, to have an employer. And um, and today they're saying, okay, I'm going to start moving forward on my business now. And I'm like, that's amazing because you know what happens? It doesn't go away. <laughs> the desire no. to have your own business doesn't go away. It will just keep getting louder. So I realized that right before I started my business, I was walking up the street home one day from work and I realized, oh my gosh, I'm actually wasting time now by not starting the business because this is only going to get louder. And so this mm. is actually costing me every day that I'm not moving forward and actually committing to this. That was one of the best realizations I ever had. Yeah. And especially if your business is connected to your purpose, which I assume most of your listeners are, Mm -hmm. you know, connected to their purpose or are connected to their inner voices, therefore connected to their purpose that you just can't, you cannot not do it, you know. It's like you you have to sooner or later. You have to do it. Start your mm-hmm. business and starting this soul based work because it's why you came here. Absolutely. Okay, so Pavlina, what are three top things that you'd want everyone listening to know about their healing and health journeys? If we had to just put it down to three things. <laughs> Hmm. Well, I think we already mentioned some of them, but I will I will say it once more. The most important thing I believe is that really any kind of health issues, any symptoms you are experiencing, anything that your body is giving you, and it doesn't even have to be physical, it can be mental health issues as well, emotional turmoil and so on. It's always a way of your soul, your body speaking to you. So your symptoms are messages from your soul, from your body that will lead you to the underlying causes of your health issues. You just have to start listening. It means when when you are experiencing some symptoms that you are disconnected from or you are not in alignment with your highest self and you need to start listening to the messages. And it's never just, it can be related to, you know, it, it can be like the middle part that your gut might be reacting to something you ate or you didn't eat. Like these days, we talk a lot about gut healing and, you know, and food sensitivities. And I went through all of this and a lot of my clients do as well. And there might be a reaction, but there's always something underneath it and you need to go deeper. It's it's not because your gut is out of whack. It means your gut is out of whack because there's something underneath. There's a deeper issue that's connected to your soul, to the messages your soul is giving you. So 
you always need to go deeper. You need to start listening. You need to start asking questions. And it doesn't, if I mentioned it briefly, it doesn't even have to be something you went through in this lifetime. It can be even deeper. Since I started my business, I, I've done a few more trainings. I became an inner voice facilitator like you, Leticia. And since then, I also done a training to to work with soul therapy which is based in ancestral healing and and in past life traumas and so on and with with my own journey with my trying to heal my eczema I went deep into this into past lives and ancestral healing and so on into into these things and I know today that I came to this lifetime to to heal my family, not just myself, but my ancestors, my family, and and so on. So, and a lot of us who come here during this time, because this time, this day and age is a time of a big awakening, and a lot of the souls that come here come here to heal these big past trauma traumas. You know, this baggage that that has been dragged through generations and through different soul levels and so on. So it can be much, much deeper. And so you just have to start and start peeling the layers, start asking the questions, start listening to what your body is telling you. You know, there might be different levels different emotional energetic blocks that you need to go through that you know some unprocessed emotions that you might need to feel before and release them so so you can come back to yourself and release everything so i i don't know <laughs> it was maybe more than i was that i wanted to say but it came all through so it was meant to be said and the second thing i would say and i mentioned it as well be grateful for all the lessons because it's to be like if you if you live in fear from you know what what it meant and all the suffering you went through and you're afraid it might happen again or you're afraid of what you might have to go through in the future trying to heal this. It's It might be painful at times, but if you don't go through it, if you don't release and work through it, then it will, it will be there anyway and it will you know it will hold you hold you back it will block you from healing it will block you from going further and you came here to grow you it's part of your journey it has led you here and so be grateful for all the lessons learn from them it might be guiding you to your purpose you know so be grateful for all the lessons and usually like when you're going through that it's it might be hard to feel gratitude at the time, but looking back at it few years, few years from now, you will definitely feel the gratitude. And when you start feeling it now, or when you become open to the possibility to feel gratitude instead of fear and and stress and everything, it might be easier for you to heal now than in a few years. And that brings me to the third point that healing is a lifelong journey or it can even take many lifetimes, but it, it is a definitely a long-term journey. 
and it's never ending. There is no end point and it's also not linear. There is, it doesn't mean that once you work through all these underlying, these root causes, you know, that you will be healed forever. You might, might have healed this particular issue, but there's something always underneath and there will be another layer and another layer and another layer. And I, I'm not saying this because I want to scare you or put you off, but it's, it's just, you know, when, when we focus on the present, what, what's here to be healed now and to work through now, then it's not as daunting it's not as scary and just take it one step at a time and there might be you know something you might have to heal in the future as well but it's always the the thing you're going through you meant to be where you are right now and you meant to learn from it and grow from it and for me for example my eczema I already held healed it on so many levels I like I said I went into past lives and into into my ancestral lines and so on and so on and I there was few months ago when I or six months ago when I when I started working on this and I thought why how come that it's sometimes it still comes back you know it would still flare up on my hand I still have this spot on my hand where it would flare up and I kept wondering why I went all the way you know you can't go any further I went to beginning of life on earth all the way through my past lives and and it's still coming back so why and I asked my inner voice and my inner voice told me that I still need it. I still need my body to tell me when I'm not being conscious. So when I'm not being conscious, when I'm not listening to my inner voice, to the messages that are coming through, then my eczema will flare up to tell me, hello, there's still something you need to become conscious of, you know, something else you need to work on. So it's not always a bad thing that it that's something you symptom will flare up or something you know you will experience whatever it is for you pain or or a rash or something else but it might be really like we said before a little nudge from your body from your inner voice that there is a message for you like a ding (laughs) (laughs) absolutely and also the message from the inner voice is likely to be different for each person Mm. and so we only know what that message is if you ask definitely and I think that um I think that we think when we're out of alignment or we have these symptoms that it's that we've done something wrong but that's how we know what to do (laughs) like that's what we can't there's no perfectionism allowed when it comes to your alignment journey either like you can't always be aligned it's just never going to happen that way Mm -hmm. so I really think it's great to um, also give ourselves permission to not be in alignment all the time and to be able to live a life where we're where, where we're constantly like we're in the we're balancing we're not always in balance we're balancing by moving in and out of alignment and mm. that's just so beautiful 
Yeah, and not only is different for every person, but the same symptom might mean different things each time. So <laughs> good point. Yes, so true. That's why it's important to keep asking. <laughs> and that's why it's very difficult for all of the doctors out there to be able to tell you like what the actual cause is. And that's why we really have to like advocate for ourselves and take charge of that journey. And To be honest, most doctors that I've met are not even aware of these things, you know, mm -hmm. even like, for example, I remember when I, my thyroid was, I had, I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism and I had to go, I even was given some medication and I didn't take it because it just didn't feel right to take it. It just didn't mm -hmm. feel good taking it for my body I didn't feel well when I was taking it so I took it for about a month and then I stopped and then I started you know healing myself and I was feeling so much better and even before I went back for the checkup I knew my thyroid was fine and then I went back and the doctor told me they they did my blood test and she said well, your levels are fine now and it's great that you know you're taking the medication and so just keep doing it. And I was like, well, to be honest, I, I haven't been taking it. And she was like, oh, okay. But she didn't even ask me what I did to mm. change it, you know. And I was, I never went back after that because most doctors, and when I speak to my clients, usually it's the same. They never even consider different possibilities. They, I don't know if they don't have time to educate themselves further they don't teach the, them in in medical school or it, it's a shame because you know it there are so so many things the doctors don't know these days or most doctors i don't want to i don't want to generalize but mo most western doctors just don't know these things yeah well i think here's the thing health is such a huge area to cover. And what I really don't think that we can expect doctors and Western medicine to have all of the answers for our health. And that's why we take these holistic approaches. And part of that is recognizing that we need a team when it comes to our health. Like, and what I think, um, what I would like to see happen within the medical industry is for that to be acknowledged. So to have like hospitals, and I do know some examples of hospitals that are doing this where they work with holistic practitioners in area in other areas you know like your reiki your energy healing all of this like the spiritual element of it all and they and that you have that team approach and then i i've literally been spending so much time thinking about this recently the other piece is i think doctors have so much on their plates like so many they're overworked To actually be a doctor, you've got to learn so much. And so there is no space for creativity, like creative problem solving and thinking. It's just because we know that creativity requires space. And the other piece of this is from a mind point of view, if you're a doctor and you feel like you've got someone's health in your hands, you're probably not going to trust your intuition. You're going to trust the books. And that's the problem, right? Because like the mind wants to control and avoid people dying. And so they rely on the books and the data 
But the problem is, is that we can't quantify our health through books and data. So I think like we definitely need doctors and we need Western medicine to a certain degree, but it's only like a one piece of the pie. Um, so yeah, anyway, that, that, that's been my thoughts recently on the topic. <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah. Also, yeah, I, I don't know in other parts of the world, but especially here in, in the Czech Republic where I live now or where I'm from as well. It's always when, when you, you know, when you have skin issues, you go to a dermatologist, when you have thyroid issues, you go to your thyroid doctor or to like your hormone expert. When you have digestive issues, you go to a digestive expert and then they just focus on this part of you. They don't work holistically. So they don't even consider that you have three other different issues. You know, most of, most of the specialists I went to, so they, they don't, approach you as a holistic being mm. no, no, not even that they don't consider your mind or your soul or anything else but not even other parts of your body mm. oh my gosh that's so good I love that okay Pavlina this has been such a juicy conversation on health and I know that this is um, going to serve all of our listeners so much because health is something that we really really need to um, take time and care for as business owners. Otherwise, if we don't have our health, we don't have anything and especially not our business. So Pavlina and I worked together in the last season of The Mistress Mind and she has been just so incredible being watching her as she grows and expands and really um, deepens your level of trust with yourself with just what we all focus on um, in our work together as business owners. It's really moving into that deeper layer of trust so Pavlina, we really worked on streamlining your offers um, to grow your business. And you had some really amazing results mm -hmm. right away in the mistress mind. Can you share with us a little bit about what really helps you to um, create those results um, in the mistress mind? Hmm. What helped me to create the results? I guess for me, and there was one of probably what, what you hinting at as well is in the beginning, there was like the first or like the second week of the mistress mind. By just by tweaking a few things, I signed up four new clients for for my one for my six months one through one program, which was incredible because that never happened before. And it was just by tweaking really a few little things. And one of the main thing was that I had so many different offers because I was. Like I mentioned, I had so I was trained in so many different modalities, and I had offers for each sep modality separately. So I had an offer to do EFT with me and quantum healing and other things. So there was an inner voice, and so I had like five different offers, five different single sessions, and then I had my six month coaching program, which I had some clients in, but not too many, and to sign up just by there was your suggestion to pretty much just keep the one main offer or maybe keep a few like one or two so I pretty much just kept the one main offer my my six month one-to-one -one deep healing program and just by offering this to 
they, some of them were clients they already had a one-on-one session with me, like like a single session, and some like I think one or two of them never worked with me before. But within like a week or two, I signed up four of them just by eliminating the offer, the other offers, because, and I realized that was confusing for my clients as well. I I remember every before then every time somebody would contact with me, they would say, I don't really know which offer to to choose, you know, because there was so much to choose from. <laughs> and it was draining for me as well, I think, because my energy was so scattered. And it was also that sometimes when, when people would start working with me, they would do one or two sessions and they were feeling better. So they stopped coming back or, you know, they, they wouldn't, finish the process because and I I knew that like they can benefit the most if they work with me long term because we we can get to all the root causes and eliminate and release and unblock all the root causes of the health issues and I can teach them to work on them themselves and how can they prevent future flare-ups and how to connect to their bodies and how to understand the messages their body is telling them and so on and so on, which I couldn't do in one or two sessions. But by eliminating the single sessions and offering my program to the clients that came to me within those two weeks, all of them signed up and I was so surprised And it was amazing. So it was really, I didn't do much different. I just eliminated all the other sessions and kept the one main offer. And that attracted those clients. And yeah, that was amazing for me. I I love this because like this is, I mean, it's so fun now because I've been talking about this for so long on the podcast and in our trainings and things that we've been doing in the holistic business community that now a lot of people are coming to me and they're already sold on needing to streamline their offers. But honestly, everybody, like this is this is the first thing that I do when I work with my clients. I have a look at exactly what's happening in their business and I help them let go of things. And we start with your offers because it's it's so fascinating. We have to know, we have to look at what I'm looking at as the coach is what problem do we need to solve here? And if we start solving the right problem, then we find answer, then we find the right answers. But if we start solving the wrong problems, then we're just finding the wrong answers. So what could have happened here, and this is what everybody's brain does, is it says, okay, well, I need to offer all of these offers because then that's going to give people more choice. They're going to be able to pick the right one. And also it's going to have lower point price points. So people are going to be more likely to pick those rather than the higher price point. Because what our mind does is it assumes that people can't afford the higher price points. And that's not actually true. And so when we um, solve, so by actually with Pavlina, when we got her to just focus on the one offer, the one that serves her clients the most, the one that she knows as the expert is the one that is actually going to solve the problem for her clients. That what that allowed her to do was to focus all of her energy on one offer so that she isn't diluting her energy. She's not feeling stressed by having to, um, to be able to maintain all of these different offers. And also this allows us to start solving the right problem because when Pavlina focuses on one, if suddenly her mind is like goes into scarcity, 
then we know one of the, the actual problem that we need to work on solving is the scarcity, right? You know, because otherwise what we do, uh, what this is what our <laughs> this is what our minds do. It says, no, no, I just need to make more offers. And then we don't ever actually solve the underlying issue that's behind all of the offers, which might be scarcity. And I'm not saying that that was the underlying issue for Pavlita. I'm just saying that that could be one of the underlying issues that is driving our business and leading to where we're going. But we don't get the opportunity to solve that if we keep uh, either changing our strategies, changing our offers. Focusing on one thing always is going to help you start solving the right problems because you'll become aware of what they actually are. Mm -hmm. So I love that Pavlina like right away was like, yep, I'm going to give it a go, even though it's scary and doesn't make sense. And then immediately saw results. (laughs) Yeah. No, it was so scary. Yeah, but it, it was amazing. And after that, I also realized like during before when I used to do all the all those single sessions I would there was really draining for me because I kept you know new clients kept coming in and I had to keep starting with them from scratch and it was when you're working with someone long term the energy you invest into it and they as well it's it's sort of more energizing for you as well. But if you have to keep starting again and again and again and again and have to sort of carry them because in the beginning there's a lot of there's a big energy investment from you, from your from your clients as well, but from you. And if you have to keep starting, it's it's really draining. And the other thing is you have to keep looking for new clients if you if you want to make a living because if you just do single sessions, then you have to do a lot of single sessions to keep yourself going. So, yeah. Yes, exactly. So it's actually of higher service to our clients and it's of higher service to ourselves. And look, that's not always the case of depending on your business model and, you know, everybody's business is different. And that's why uh, we can't just take a a cookie cutter approach where we just do what, you know, we can't just now do exactly what Pavlina is doing, right? Like this is what works for her and her business And that's why it helps to have someone on your team. And I know this personally, because when you're so up close on the details of your business, it's really hard to let things go. So having someone there to be like, this is what I would focus on. Um, And then to obviously tune in with your inner voice and recognize, yeah, that's aligned, even though I feel afraid. Uh, that really, really helps you let things go. Um, I know for me that I would just hold on to things and and try to make them all work because I felt like each offer was like my baby and I didn't want to let any of them go. So that's why having an outside perspective can be really important. Um, So Pavlina, something else we worked on through the mistress mind was on boundaries as well. And I love earlier in the conversation you mentioned about how you were getting these headaches and how you've realized that those headaches were every time you were doing something that was out of alignment with where your inner voice was guiding you in your business. Um, And so I thought it would be really awesome just first of all to talk about what you learned about boundaries and why they're so important for growing your business. And because you mentioned that earlier, um, I'd love to explore how the inner voice can really help us with boundaries. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's been definitely a journey for me with boundaries because I'm a <laughs> recovering perfectionist and I have a <laughs> tendency to to want everything to be perfect, you know, and 
especially in the beginning of my business, I was trying to do it all, all the hassle. And I went through a few business programs and everyone tells you, you need to hustle, hustle, hustle and do it. We'll all do so many things. And it was so stressful. I didn't even mention that, that within, after I left my, my corporate job and went into my business full time, I was I was trying to do it all. And within three months, I burned out again because I, it was just so much. And it wasn't, and we talked about this in the mistress mind that, you know, that I I realized that it wasn't just the job making me stressful. I was stressing myself out and I needed to learn to set these boundaries to and focus on self-care and put myself first because I can't help anyone if I'm burnt out and sick and if I'm not taking care of myself. So it's, I need to take care of myself first so I can help others. And that's how over time, and there's something ongoing for me, I, I have to work on, you know, and my, my body and my inner voice were definitely helping me with that earlier this year when, and I was getting these headaches because I was, I got excited about something and I would get into hustle mode again. And every time I would get the headache. So now I really, and more and more, I'm working with my intuition and with, with the guidance I'm receiving and listening to my body as well and only doing what feels good. So if I, I would most days, so I try to ask my inner voice each day, you know, what, what is it today I I can do to for my business? What is the one I usually ask? I knew no, usually there might be some things on my to-do list or some things I need to do, or I, you know, that you know what, what you have to do on day-to-day -day basis. And you might have client calls and so on, but I usually ask just what is the one thing I can do today? Or what is the one thing you want me to do? And even if I don't get all the things done that day, then it's enough because I need to, I've, I really, it's really important for me to do the things that make me feel good. So move my body and meditate and go for a walk and take the time for myself each day to recharge and recover and, you know, really focus on my energy. And if it doesn't get done that day, then it doesn't. And I will do it as long as I have the time or energy to do it. So it's really like a work-life balance. It's like a holistic approach to my life and business. And I I am learning still, but and I am following my inner voice and I'm listening to my body, but I really needed to learn this the hard way. And sometimes it still happens. I'm, it might not be a headache. I might... You know, I might get really tired, and when when I do feel tired, and I and I can, then I rest. You know, and also what you teach in in the mistress mind and and create your beautiful base is to work with your cycle. So I really, when I can, especially during my inner winter, I 
take a few days off and you know take care of my body take care of myself i don't i know it's not always possible for everyone and the boundaries and the self care practices and everything will be different for everyone but for me it works this way and yeah it's an ongoing journey <laughs> I love this answer, Pavlina, because of, yes, it is an ongoing journey. And I think that this is what we need to give ourselves permission for with everything, with our health, with our boundaries, with our business, give yourself time and space and for it to evolve. And so I want to mention a couple of things here. First, that Pavlina's story shows us how um, that pattern of burning herself out, which is really about boundaries, right? This is why we're focusing so much on it was a pattern that was showing up when she was working in her um, for, for someone else. And then she brought that pattern into her business, right? Because this is an example of when we're, the problem that we need to solve here is implementing better boundaries and most likely something around trusting ourselves mm. in that process, right? Like often when we won't set a boundary because we're afraid that we might lose someone, we might lose a client, we might hurt someone's feelings. Like there's this like lack of trust in the boundary and in what we need for ourselves and asking for ourselves. So we don't ask. So this is an example here. Uh, whatever patterns we had in wherever we worked before, whether it's the corporate world or wherever it was, we bring those patterns into our business. And until we solve the pattern, they'll keep showing up in the business. So what we then do in business is we then try to solve things with external issues. So if you notice that I'm feeling overwhelmed when I'm working with clients, like um, what, however the boundary violation is showing up for you, what the tendency of the mind will be is, well, maybe I shouldn't be in this business or maybe I should change my offer or maybe I need to just work differently with my clients. What we don't work on is the problem that you're going to transfer into any of those solutions. And that problem is believing in ourselves enough to establish good boundaries and ask for what we want and need in the moment. The second thing it could be is that maybe we're not taking the time to tune in and have that conversation like Pavlina's told us with our inner voice and with our body about what we need. Because the thing is, is that our body is always changing. We work in seasons and cycles. And so the way that we need to support ourselves is going to change. And unless we're tuning in to have that conversation, we won't get that information. And what your mind does is it creates an identity out of the things that worked for you before it's like well they should just work forever now that's like we've created an identity for you around that but that's not how we work as human beings we're gonna it's gonna keep changing and evolving so for instance um, for this season of my business I tuned in with my inner voice and I was like what days of the week am I gonna work my inner voice gave me some data it said Monday Tuesday Wednesday I was thinking oh, I don't really know if I want to do three days in a row I like to have a gap in between I went with it and I tried it and then I realized, no, actually, I really do want to have a gap in between. So I've changed my days to Monday, Tuesday, Fridays, and that is fine to change. But if I am someone who is really, really worried about, oh, my gosh, what is everybody going to think of me if I change this boundary? And but I used to do Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, so don't I need to do that forever? Like I don't ever get the gift of um, of supporting myself, right? Like I have to allow myself to change. And I think that that perspective is part of the work when it comes to boundaries, tuning in, allowing yourself to change and trusting yourself 
that whatever boundaries you need are also great for everybody else in your life too. Yeah, and and like you said, it might look different every day. (laughs) Exactly, yes, and it might look different every single day. And it's a work in progress, (laughs) like Pavlita said. I love that. Okay, so thank you so much for sharing uh, more about the boundary work, Pavlita. Is there anything else that you want to share about what you learned throughout your journey in the mistress mind, or do you think we've covered everything? Um, I think we covered most things, but I just want to say maybe there was one thing that was really amazing Mm -hmm. for me because when when you have your own business usually it's just you and your computer you know and it can be a really lonely journey and the community and the support from you Leticia and from the group it was so amazing you're not feeling alone in the business and you share the stories you share your struggles you support each other and it's it's been amazing to experience this and feel all of this and not not feeling so alone on my journey from apart from all the amazing wisdom and all the trainings and everything but the community part for me that was really really incredible yes i thank you for mentioning that i if everybody's listened to a lot of these interviews from all of my clients who have been in my programs which are almost always done in groups you'll notice that everybody mentions the community and that's I don't know like Pavlita is that something that you knew that you needed before like when you signed up for the mistress mind or is that something that you realized throughout it I don't know I wasn't even thinking about it before because I I wasn't even (laughs) planning on signing up so (laughs) it wasn't something I, I was thinking about before but yeah it it was definitely incredible yeah yeah, so um, I think connection is really, really important for all of us as solopreneurs and we need to actually take that seriously. And if we think about it in terms of health, connection for um, connection is really, really important for all of us for our health. Um, not being connected leads to can lead to depression and other mental health um, mm. issues in our life, problems, challenges. And so I think we really do need to take that um, really, really seriously. And that is one of the reasons why we do things in group work um, in all of my programs. And it's simply because it works. And every single person is telling me what they love the most is the Mm. community. So if anyone is feeling alone, um, just know that you deserve to have a team and to be supported and connected with people and to go and get yourself the support you need to have that. All right, Pavlita, final question. What does creating a life that is beautiful mean to you? Hmm. I think create a life that is beautiful to me means create a life that's in alignment with your highest self, with what brings you joy, with things you love, with your soul purpose, all of these things, you know, because the joy and the love and everything it has to it has to come from within so that's a beautiful life for me (laughs) 
Oh, I love that. Oh, that is awesome. All right, Pavlina, how can everybody connect with you? Uh, you can find me on my website, which is just my name, pavlinirushkova.com, which I know it's quite hard to spell for most people. So <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you will include a link. <laughs> we will. We certainly and will. Yep. Apart from my website, the easiest way is probably Instagram, which is again my name, Pavlina Yiroshkova. And I also have a podcast which is called the Heart Connection Podcast. So if people would like to find out more, they can also listen to my podcast. Yay! Your amazing podcast. Everybody go and check that out right away. Thank you so much, Pavlina, for coming on and sharing all about both your health and your purpose and your business journey. It's been so, so awesome to have this conversation. And I have absolutely adored supporting you with your business and getting to know beautiful you. Thank you so much for having me, Leticia, and for this conversation. I know like all of our conversations have been amazing, but I love this one. And mm -hmm. thank you so much for everything, for having me. And it's been a pleasure. So there you have it, my beautiful friends. A big thank you once again to Pavlina for coming on and sharing the intimate details about both her health and her business journey. And I would love to encourage all of you listening to make sure that you head over to Instagram, find the post where we share this episode and say thank you. Tag Pavlina and say thank you to her for sharing all of these details. It takes a lot of courage to do this, my beautiful friends. And I know how much it really supports all of you to hear these stories. So please make sure that you are reaching out and supporting and cheering on and saying thank you to the beautiful guests that we're sharing here on the podcast. And you know, the easiest way to keep up the conversation is just to take a screenshot of you listening to the episode right now and tag both Pavlina and I over on Instagram and let us know about your health and business journey. Let us know what resonated most for you. We would love to keep up the conversation. And from my part, I always love to share exactly what you all tag us into so that we can also share you over on Instagram. So you can find me at Letitia Ringe. And I also want to say that over in the show notes for today's episode, we've tagged all of Pavlina's contact information, including her Heal From Within workshop, which is a free workshop that she has for all of you to start diving into to talk about healing from within. And of course, if you're looking for support on your health and healing journey, check out Pavlina's deep healing program. Now, I also want to mention, uh, I mentioned during the podcast that sometimes we end up solving the wrong problem. So we look for external things to solve a problem, but that doesn't actually solve the problem. So then even with the new external change we make, we're left with the problem still there. And this is very similar with our health journeys, right? When we solve the symptoms of our health conditions rather than the cause, those symptoms just keep popping up. So we might fix a symptom and then a new symptom pops up. And it's the same with our business journeys. When we solve the symptoms and not the cause, we don't end up actually solving the problem. So we just keep getting new symptoms. So this can look like when it comes to um, our offers, it might look like changing your offer, changing your strategy, trying to show up on all the social media platforms, on all the content, trying to do more, um, deciding that you'll quit and do nothing, maybe not showing up at all. And so we make all these external changes to the actions that we're taking 
instead of actually changing the energy behind the actions that we're taking. So the actual problems are more likely to be something relating to our belief. It could be belief in yourself. It could be belief about your offer or the service that you're providing or the value that you're providing. It could be belief in you supporting your clients to create results. It could be scarcity mindset and believing that there's not enough to go around, that there's not enough clients to go around, that there's not enough money in the world, that there's already too many people doing the things that you're doing. It could be a fear of responsibility, of not wanting to take on too many clients because then you're going to be responsible for more people or because then you're going to need to work hard or that you can't trust yourself to really hold these people. It could be a fear of intimacy and what having more clients in your life might mean. It might be feeling afraid with using your voice and communicating your boundaries. The, there are so many different reasons and uh, that that you might be having the external problems that are showing up in your business. And what we want to do is find what that root is to the problem and solve that so that we can get you creating the results that you want. So it's really, really important that we don't focus on these external things, but actually solve the right problems. And that's exactly what we will be doing together in any of the programs that we work together on. And so I just want to remind everyone that because of what we were discussing uh, today in this episode, the importance of giving ourselves time and space to see changes in both our health journeys and also in our business journeys, I have made the decision to turn all of my programs that offer uh, long-term support into 12-month programs. So this means that it requires a 12-month commitment of your time. Yes, there will still be time that you can have off. For instance, I only work nine months of every year. So during the three months that I take off, we'll either um, have extra support with other people who are on my team supporting you all, or we'll be taking actual time off so that you can also just take time off and rest and relax and not be working um, on your business in the way that we will when we're actively working together. And the reason that I've done this is simply so that you set yourself up for success and give yourself the time and space to really see the um, impact of the work that we're doing. Sometimes when we work together over four, five, six months, my clients have incredible results. And then what happens is they hit their um, upper limit in terms of success. And so even though they've had really, really amazing results, they don't necessarily keep doing the work that we've been doing together. And the reason for that is something that I myself have personally struggled with. It's because you have hit your upper limit. It's because it's like, wow, things are so good. So now I need everything to slow down so that my mind can come up to speed with exactly what I've created in my business. And so rather than having having you in that crucial and vulnerable state, then make a decision about whether to keep work, doing the things that we've been working on or to continue working together, I now want to make it super easy for everyone to make one decision that sets you up with a container for 12 months. This is going to allow you to really see the impact of your results and to continue having that support as you face the inevitable contraction after an expansion. So we now have three different programs. They're all 12 months. They are priced at a price point to allow it to be accessible to you based on where you are in your business journey. And each program solves the actual problem that you need to solve based on where you are now in the journey. 
Now, even though you commit to 12 months, you can upgrade to the next program at any time as soon as you are ready to be in that program. So there are three programs we've got validated, which is for new business owners or people who do not have a validated offer in their business. This program is going to focus on helping you validate your offer. And we want to give you plenty of time and space to do that. So rather than putting this into a short program like I was originally intending, I've decided to give you mentorship over 12 months so that we can make sure that this happens for you and we can give you personal personalized tailored support to help you validate your offer because the answer is different for every single person and you need that personalized support. Then we have the holistic business mistress mind, which is for you if you're an existing business owner ready to grow your business. And the preference is that you already have a validated offer. However, for some people, you may be ready to dive in super deep straight away into growing your business. And so you might be newer to the business journey and ready to dive all in. Um, You might already have experience in business in the past, or you might already Um, have been working within your um, zone of genius and service and feel really, really confident about just diving in and going um, all out right from the get-go. So if that's you, then the Holistic Business Mistress Mind is for you. And we're now working together over 12 months. And then the final program is called the Holistic Business Council. And this is for you if you are already a six-figure earner. So you're either already at um, 8K plus months over the past six months, or you are at over 100K in your business. If that's you, then we'll be working together to help you as you scale your business from six figures into multiple six figures and beyond. So I'm really, really, really excited. The Each program becomes more intimate. So the um, the council will be the most intimate. The mistress mind is the, the middle of intimacy and the uh, invalidated is the least intimate. But all of them will give you the exact support that you need and the price point reflects exactly that. So we'll be solving the right problem rather than solving the wrong problem in your business and giving you plenty of space and time to have that support and to keep building and compounding on the results that you're creating rather than stopping and starting. I really, really want to help my clients with this. So if you would like to know more about any of these offers, what I recommend you do is you head to letitiarange.com forward slash assessment. You take the short questionnaire there to let me know about where you're at in your business. And then we will let you know which program is right for you based on where you're at right now in your business. We're enrolling right now for the start of all of these programs. So if you're listening to this episode, make sure you head out to go and do that. All right, my beautiful friends, thank you once again for Pavlina and make sure you come and connect with us both. I really look forward to continuing to chat with you all over on Instagram. Have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive. Just head over to www.letisharange.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.